Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's podcast episode. I'm so excited to have you guys with me and excited to close out our series as we had a few episodes with the interview with Jeremy and then a four-part series talking about uh, how to be a better buyer's agent and buyer strategies and tips and tricks. I hope you've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed bringing it to you. And as we close it out today, I want to talk to you about part four, which is building the relationship. And as I said on the last episode, uh, the last one and today's, um, sometimes these can feel like disadvantages in certain ways because there's you know a lot of work and a lot of time that goes into it. But when you know, you have buyers and, you know, you hold their hand or build the relationship and pour a lot of time into it. If we do that well, you are going to have a ton of success, right? You are diving into the deep end 110% with buyers. And to be an absolutely great buyer's agent, you have to build the relationship and the relationship is key. So here's the deal. When your clients are buying a house, they often will, you know, I thought about this for the episode, they will spend more time with you usually when they're buying a house than they probably spend with anyone else in their life, except, you know, their spouse. And of course, normally when you're looking at houses, the spouses are together, but probably more than anyone else in their life. And so this could take a while, right? I've had buyers that look for a couple weeks I've had buyers that look for two, three, four, five, even up to six or seven months to find a home. So that's a lot of time that they spend with you. And they're spending more time with you than even their coworkers in some cases. You might spend every single evening looking at houses. So I want you to absolutely lean into that, dive deep into that, and pour into that relationship. So you might be saying, well, how do I do this? How do I build that relationship? Well, Here's the thing, you don't just want them feeling like you are their realtor, you become a friend, you become really part of the family, and when you do this, you're going to get to know them, right? You should know a couple things about them and their family, birthdays, you know, interest, uh, things they like to do, faith, etc., these kinds of things. You know, I, I remember a client I was working with this past summer, and we would go on showings almost every single Saturday because of their work schedule. So I would get up on Saturday and go to head out to the showing, and I, for a while, would show up with their preferred Starbucks order. I knew what they liked at Starbucks. I went there on Saturday mornings. It kind of became like a fun thing that, and we actually would normally joke, and now that I'm I'm actually remembering it now, we would joke that uh, whoever sent the message first on Saturday morning headed to Starbucks, what do you want, got to buy. And so it almost became like a game with them of who was gonna buy coffee or, you know, Starbucks for the other one. So I memorized their order, they knew what I liked. Now, of course, this costs some money, a few bucks, but when you do this, you get to really build a relationship. How many people go and say, oh yeah, my my realtor knew my Starbucks order and brought it to every showing. That made the showings a lot less stressful. You can build the relationship this way. You know, I figured out where they like to eat, and so sometimes, we would want to make an offer and we're like, well, let's go grab brunch or lunch and just kind of write it and sit there together and get it done. When you do this, when you have a meal together, you build that relationship. We get to know each other, where they work, their likes and dislikes, you know, family dynamics, their job, and not just immediate family, right? But family dynamics with, you know, in-laws and everything else as well. 
got to know their favorite snack, candy, etc. So many things that I still will sometimes drop off candy bars for a client, you know, bring a favorite candy bar to settlement or, you know, stop by on a pop by at their house with their favorite candy. This is the stuff that I got to learn by building the relationship and the stuff you can learn by building the relationship with people. And so I want you to do this well. One of the ways I tried to do it with uh, a few of these different couples was I would clear my schedule. So maybe one couple wants to see a couple homes, and so that's from 9 to 11 a.m. Now, again, this wasn't every Saturday, and that's not practical, but I'm trying to give you some ideas to build a relationship. So let's say uh, there was a point where there were two certain couples, and one would want to see homes in the morning, one would want to see homes in the afternoon, right? So instead of scheduling, hey, 9 to 11, and then right to the next couple, I would schedule 9 to 11, and maybe the other couple I would schedule at one o'clock. So I would have time after being with the first couple to go grab an early lunch, or maybe grab lunch with the second couple before the showings. This is a way to go out of your way to build a relationship with that person. Now, again, sometimes they were busy. They didn't want to go to lunch. They were busy. I had family stuff in between. Totally fine. But if I had a clear schedule, I was able to, you know, take them to lunch and get to know them a little better. You know, and I did this because I wanted to build that relationship. And so here's what's going to happen, guys. If you do this well, you are going to build a relationship so much with your client that they get to the settlement table and your clients will say, and I've had it said, oh, you know, we're so bummed that the transaction's over. We won't see you anymore. And I will joke with people. I will be like, nope. You're stuck with me. I am going to come over and see you. I'm coming to the housewarming parties. I'm coming to the birthday parties. Uh, You're not done with me. And often, often they joke, but I continued to build that relationship. You know, Chris Dobb, who I've mentioned before, I've interviewed here on the show, we would go to housewarming parties. You know, guess what? When you show up at those housewarming parties and you, you know, meet the family and everybody else and their friends, guess what? They're going to talk about how great you were as a realtor, lender, whatever. Now, again, you don't go to these things for business, but business is going to come through it from the relationships you build. And again, you make more and more connections, you're going to stand up. Someone's going to really be like, wow, your realtor and lender like show up to this party. That's really cool of them. It's a way to stand out in your business when you build that relationship. Okay, so here's the other part of this. Do you know what happens when you build the relationship and care about people? Do you know what happens with that? Guess what? They will refer you to their friends to buy homes. It's just going to happen. You know, we hang out with people in similar life circumstances. Many of mine and my wife's friends, almost 90% of them probably, have kids. Why? Because we have young kids and you'd rather do life with people who kind of understand the craziness and kind of feeling like we're surviving every day than people that don't get that. So the clients that you really pour into the relationship with, guess what they're going to do? They're going to know other people that are buying homes and they're going to recommend you. So many, yeah, probably almost all 90% of my referrals have come from my first time home buyers who will buy a house and then their friends are interested in buying a house and they will recommend me. So you have to value building the relationship, right? And I talked on the last episode about the referrals and the reviews and you can go and look them up. Why do I get these reviews? Because I build the relationship, right? We've got to set aside time for our clients 
not just when they're looking to buy a home, not just for showings, but outside of that, right? Go to housewarming parties, send them birthday cards, anniversary cards, house purchase anniversary cards, right? I have it in my CRM, in my spreadsheet, that their kids are on my list of, hey, send a birthday card. Now, I'm certainly not perfect at it. I'm trying to grow in it. But guess what? If I send a card to your three-year-old son on their birthday, it's going to stand out and you're going to remember me. You want to build a relationship. Everything in this job is relationships. Honestly, and I know we did the interview with Jeremy and then four parts about being a great buyer's agent, but if you don't build the relationship, none of the other parts matter. It is so important to build the relationship. And if you do that, it will lead to success in your business. So I hope these past couple of weeks have been extremely helpful for you guys as you think about trying to be a better realtor, a better buyer's agent. I firmly believe that if you can apply some of these things learned over the past few weeks, you will have more success in your business. People are going to enjoy getting to know you and you're gonna become friends. It's not just a business transaction, right? You know, and I would love to hear feedback on how you're learning this and applying it to your business. Feel free to reach out to you guys anytime. But this has been fun the last couple of weeks. I'm so excited for Jeremy to come back as we talk about listing agent strategies on Monday with him and then jump into six parts about listing strategies. So thanks for listening and I will see you guys on Monday. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode.